Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. It's that time again, Dana. We get to get together and kick some ADHD, David. Our How favorite fun. time of the week. Yes. I know. Always, always a good time. And uh, speaking the, of time. Spe- yeah. Speaking of time. Well, I was going to go on a little bit of a distraction. One of the things I love about this is it really gets me thinking um, in more detail about some of the topics that I talk about with my clients and in the success club. However, I don't often really step back and think, okay, what in the heck's going on? Yeah. And this week I did, and I am very sorry I just stepped on your lead and your intro. No, it's great because you're 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 pointing out something else that I enjoy about this time, which is I don't get to connect with you often in the way that I used to when you were my ADHD coach and when I was in the coaching group. And so this gets gets to you remind me of things that you've shared with me before as we talk on the podcast. And of course, there's so much more that doesn't fit in a podcast. Right. Just dropping that little hint for our dear listeners. So, <laughs> right. anyway, yeah, it's really good. And it's it's so helpful, even if it's a short thing, like a 20, 30-minute podcast episode, to just revisit working on those parts of life that help us be more successful. Yeah, because ADHD can take a lot of focus and work if you want to live with it easier. That's it's the true. reality of it. We can't just say, oh, uh, I'll pay attention to that later. Or you can say that, but then life becomes more and more and more snarled. And that's one of the things that I, I find is that um, people that hire me and then don't want to do the work, yeah. we stop very soon because it's to change your life completely, which is what I'm all about, is helping people rewrite the way they live with ADHD. It's, it's takes time. It does. And it's, it reminds me of something that someone said a long time ago, you know, when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, that's when we change. Right. <laughs> so, right. And it's, uh, it's almost like a pain threshold people have to hit before they're really ready to say, okay, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to do what Dana tells me to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then yeah. once they reach that point and decide to do it, then it still is you're in for the long haul. I've got a couple of people in the success club have been in it for five years. Yeah. I mean, they say it, this is like AA for adults with ADHD that really you good. get to be around other people with it and, and you are constantly working on things and upping your game and upping your game and upping your game. So you need like a five-year chip for people. <laughs> <laughs> a badge or some five-year yeah, chip. Yeah, some kind of – a badge of something. honor, absolutely. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. So today, I know we, we had this conversation, Dana, because we haven't talked about the details of life with our listeners, but I started a job. I know, And Dana. it's different. It's great. It's different. And so one of the things that we do in the new place that I work is we run timers – because we have to account for how the resources of the department that I work in get used. And we don't work together in an office. 
as if we would anyway, in the midst of COVID-19, everybody's like all over the place. And so like, how do you report on what you did? Well, you run timers. And you know what, Dana, I had the decision years ago to whether I wanted to run timers with my team and the company that I own. And I said, no, I'm not going to do it because yeah. I knew I would hate it. Yeah. And here I am. And here you are. Here you are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tracking time is the worst. It's, it's hell. Yes. And it, I have had numerous clients over the years that have hired me. This is one of the big reasons is because they're not tack tracking their time. They're not getting paid or it's a snarl or they're staying working for two days straight to get their time in. Yeah. It's really challenging for people with ADHD. Yeah. And I feel like, like, um, people that do not have ADHD do not understand why and, and, and just how hard <laughs> it is for us. Yeah. You know, especially if we're trying to be conscientious about it. Like, so if you, if you're an attorney, I mean, most attorneys bill for time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Years ago when I started doing work in IT and tech, it was the simplest way to handle it. You know, you just bill for time, right? Yeah. But mm, my goodness. So, so a lot of people track time. And today, like we were just talking about, if you have a re remote workforce, I know a lot of people are having to track time differently now because they don't just clock in in the morning and clock out at the end yep. of the day like they used to, right? Yep. And there are other professions where they're track. They've always tracked time. So attorneys is one we've talked about. It. Consultants often track times. Big Freelancers, time. yeah. Um, yeah. you know, virtual assistants, anybody doing freelance work, not anybody, but if their business model is time-based, then they right. need to be tracking time. I hated time-based work so much, Dana, that I moved little by little over the years of being a consultant. I moved all of my clients away from it. It was oh, either yeah. project-based or it was results or outcome-based or whatever, because I just didn't want to deal with reporting on time. Yeah. And I've had um, a couple of clients who were attorneys and the time tracking was such a nightmare that that's what we did. We shifted their practice. So they were, it was project-based. So yeah. you do a trust and it would be, you know, I don't know, $5,000 or something without yeah, having fee. to, yeah, flat fee. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's so much simpler. And, you know, from a, from a look sort of moral slash ethical standpoint, if you think about creating a relationship with a client, if you're billing for time, they're incentivized for your work to take as little time as possible. Right. And you're incentivized to make it take as long as possible. And so you can't even set up a more difficult relationship right from the start. Right. So I just kind of had like all these theoretical reasons why I didn't like it as well as the, <laughs> the obvious one. But um, not all of us are, have the luxury of shifting our practice. No, <laughs> or our business, not all of right? us do. Not all of us do. So that puts us back. You know, and David, <laughs> when I was thinking about this, I also realized... A Along with the moral dilemma, I hadn't connected that one. Um, it's we are can be slow workers. It can take us longer to do things than it takes other people. Yes. Part of it is the distractions and the good ideas and the rabbit holes. I mean, it's constantly getting off track, pulling back on track, getting off track, pulling back on track is something that I work with with clients. And so that's also a problem as well, that when we're tracking time, the world sees that, yeah. oh my gosh, these people are incredibly productive. But you know, and on the other hand though, give us a task that is right up our alley and we can do it five times faster yes. and better than anybody else. And then it's like, well, how is that fair? <laughs> you know, yeah. I found uh, like in the early days of my new job, I was spending 10, 11 hours a day just to log eight hours because I was trying to be conscientious about what I was really tracking. 
mm-hmm. for the yeah. reasons you just articulated. Yeah. Because I don't want to bill my employer for, oh, I wonder what the weather is, you know, yeah. or the other things that I would just do in my day when I were, when I was not reporting every minute to someone. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and uh, so, and, and obviously, you know, you got to try to focus on work, but oh my gosh, the, does anything get more to the core of ADHD than, hey, can you just focus on work? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Just focus, focus, damn it. Sure. If I could, I would. I really would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. so that's, that's part of it also. So that it's kind of like, you know, unveiling what really is going on behind the curtain for the world to see. And the other thing that had happened to me was that I would just forget to start the timer or I would stop a timer at the end of one thing and I would like log that time and work on something else. And two hours later, I would realize, oh, I didn't start a timer. Yep. And that's, (laughs) that is the, I think that's the most obvious biggest issue for tracking time with ADHD too, is you just don't remember to start the timer. Yeah. Yeah. And stop it. Yeah, exactly. And stop so, it. So I'm going to check the weather, and then you've got to stop the timer and start the timer again. And it takes this level of observation of our actions that is, I don't know that I could do it, frankly. It's extreme. It is. It's, it's extreme. And then, and then you sort of have the, you know, if you went to an office and you were there, let's say, from eight to five and you went home. During that eight to five, you know, sure, you're going to take a lunch break or whatever. So you're getting an eight hour day in, but you might have gone to the restroom or gone to the water cooler or gotten a cup of coffee or whatever. What timer does that get tracked to? Right. (laughs) You You know, know, and the other part, David, the reality of life is I've worked with this on clients too, is nobody, an eight hour day, nobody's working eight hours. No. It's really, and you start to look at the bathroom breaks and the talks around the coffee maker and all of that stuff. You're maybe pulling in, and the meetings and the staff meetings and stuff, you're pulling in maybe five hours of work. Yeah. And so then then suddenly there's this expectation that you're going to be working for eight hours. So yeah, okay. When does the other stuff happen? It is fraught with peril, David, just fraught with peril. It is fraught with peril, but I have a feeling that you have ways to help us, Dana. I do have some ways to help us, and there's some other just acceptance that we need to do. This is one of those areas where I don't necessarily have that that magic bullet, darn it. Well, that's okay. Sometimes just getting it out and talking about it helps. Yeah. So should we say that after our break, we're going to dive into some practical stuff? Yes, let's do that. It's David. So you're listening to this podcast that immediately tells me a couple of things about you. One, you are serious about doing what it takes to make the improvements you need in order for you to have the kind of life that you want to have, a life that's easier, a life that's, you know, less uh, affected by the negatives that go along with ADHD or can go along with it. The other thing it tells me is that you like to listen to stuff. And that's really important because Dana has prepared an audio course. You may have heard me talk about this before, but it's something that's really, really powerful. It's something that you can get today. Download now. And yeah, you'll make an investment in it, but it's not a big investment. It's something that's like, I don't know, the price of a cup of coffee a day per month. Maybe you're staying home because of the pandemic and you're not spending that money on Starbucks. Hey, take a month worth of that and 
get yourself a tool that's going to make a huge difference in your life. Here's what it is. It's called the Foundations of ADHD Success. It's an audio program, and you can find out all about it by visiting DanaRayburn.com, D-A-N-A-R-A-Y-B-U-R-N.com. There are three modules. They get into things like the important truths that you need to know about ADHD, including all 60 of the known symptoms or traits of ADHD. There's a module called Don't Notice It, Can't Fix It. It's all about awareness. And there's the third module, Clarity is Your Friend. I guarantee you, if you get your hands on this, you're going to be really glad you did. You're going to thank me for it. So, Right now, go to DanaRayburn.com, scroll down until you see the Foundations of ADHD Success audio program, and get your hands on it right now. All right, we're back talking about time tracking, and we've we kind of talked about the traps. Did we point out the beautiful alliteration in the title yet, Dana? I didn't. And I don't believe you did. However, I think it was something I was rather beautiful at. I, I saw the title and I went, time tack, tack, never mind. You time tracking that. traps. <laughs> it's so great. It's perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. So great. So yeah. So um, we talked about all the reasons why we, we hate the, the, the tracking of time. I should mention as somebody who had to try to figure out at the end of the month and budgeting and all of the things that I was doing as a business owner with without proper time data, you know, I, 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 I could make a really strong case for doing all the tracking. I just knew I didn't want to actually do it. So I do understand why it gets done and certainly why some employers and, and business relationships cause us to need to do it. So yeah. I, I don't mean to bash the whole idea. It's just particularly hard for us. Right. Yeah. And no, sometimes, I mean, if you're work, if you're a consultant and you're, you're, they're charging, your company is charging clients for your time. Well, gosh, of course you've got to track the time. Yeah, and attorneys. I mean, you know, if you're if, if you got people paying three, four, five hundred dollars an hour for your time, same thing, you know? Yeah. So you can't be you can't be foolish about it or or like, you know, complacent about it or whatever. Right. So you have an approach though that yes. I think we you should enlighten me on. <laughs> yes. Okay. The first thing I want you to realize, David, is there's a whole level of acceptance in here and being realistic about what is actually going on with time and how challenging it is for us. Um, that this is something that is a struggle and yeah. you won't get perfect at it. You, and what we're trying to do is get better at doing it and more consistent yeah. at doing it and not expecting perfection. I feel like this is one of the stages of grief and I'm there. Okay. <laughs> I have accepted that I will not actually log time perfectly, yeah. but, but I, 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 that took me a while, honestly. And along with that, what, what do you have to face realistically with the acceptance? Um, and I'm, I'm sort of a leading question because I have an answer. If you want me just to tell yeah. you the answer, I will. I'll treat it as rhetorical, Dana. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> what, you, <laughs> what you need to accept is that there's going to be a little bit of fudging in there because yeah. you got to turn in the time and you've mm -hmm. accepted you're not going to be able to do it perfectly. So uh, we're going to be, you know, making some of this up. Yeah. And we're going to endeavor to be fair oh, yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. We're not going to, we're not going to just, you know, go wander off and take a four hour walk and come back and say we were working on a thing. 
Um, that's not what we're talking about at all. What we're talking about is just the, you know, sketching in the fine details of the accuracy of the stuff. It's not going to be precise. Right. 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 And, and yeah, and sketching in the fine details is an important way to look at it. Oh, okay. I stumbled so, into that by accident. So. Yes. Very good. So okay. the fir- one of the things you need to do, and I'm, I'm curious to see what you're doing, David, is you need to find a system, create a system for tracking the time that's, that's simple. And you probably are given a system by your company. So you may not have this luxury to create your own system, but I'm wondering if one could feed into the other or are they actually watching it real time? So there is a certain amount of real time happening, but it's not because they think I'm not doing whatever it is I said I'm doing. It's because there are certain aspects of reporting that get fed into other systems and things. So there is, and and, and I will tell you at the end of the day, I am often going back and editing because I will have, I can load the timers up on my screen, but I don't actually have to log them right away. And so they've been tracking correctly, which is part of the way it works. But when I log them is often the end of the day. So I gave up on like real time anyway. So I think another way could potentially fit. Okay. For me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the ways that I thought was so simple and brilliant that one of my attorney clients years ago we worked on, um, and I stole this from somebody. I did some research. I didn't create this, but it, but I, but we took it the next ADHD level. Is it was using little circles, and so like a pie in a circle or a dot. So sort of marking every fifteen minutes for a client, or filling in the pie chart. Okay. So you have 45 minutes and, and, and depending upon what your time frame is for, for your work. So yeah. this took a little pre-planning, which is not a good, bad thing. <laughs> right. Yes. Most, <laughs> most of yeah. us have an idea about what projects we will be working on that day or what we ought to be working on that day. And yes, the emergencies will pop up, but you may know that you've got this project or someone may know they've got this client or this thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, that's an interesting idea. So were this, was this client just um, like sketching the circles uh, during the day or were they yeah. like, did he, oh, okay. All right. So she, what we did is she had this list of who she, what work she knew she'd be doing and oh, what okay. meetings she knew she had for the day. So that's the pre-planning. Okay. And then just as she was going along, when she remembered, I mean, she's not going to remember exactly every time she would make, at first it was a, a pie and drawing in the quarter, the quarters and all of this, and that got too complicated. So what she would do would just be color in a little dot next to the oh. project or client's name for when she'd done about 15 minutes. Oh, so she wasn't like trying to make the pie fill in. She was just putting a dot where the minute mark would go. That was the original really exciting, um, complicated plan. And, and then we realized this is, is she's, you know, that got really, that was just too snarly. So we just, okay, just make a dot 15 minutes, make a dot, a dot by, by Joe Johnson's name. Boom. And that dot means 15 minutes. Hey, that's very cool. Okay. Hey, that's, yeah. So then, and and then when it was time and, and I would even say you could do this in your everything book. So you have this, this record of it. I don't know how often you have to turn in your time numbers, but it sounds like you're doing it every day. 
So yeah. you can just have it be right there. And, and some people might say, well, I need a separate book to do that in or a separate place to write it or do it on the computer. You know, it's if you're just sitting at your desk with the pen and the book next to you, it's, if, it's starting to build that habit as best you can. Yeah. We'll, we'll take it there. We've got to make it easy. And it's, it's a good habit anyway, for reasons that your clients know about, which is the everything book. Yes. Which, which has been mentioned on this podcast, but is one of the great tools that you teach. Right. Yeah. And, um, oh gosh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I'm so oh sorry. I know. No, that's fine. Um, thank you for the plug, by the way. However, oh. um, the other thing that is actually sneakily brilliant about all of this time tracking, which had just occurred to me, is with ADHD, we are such bad judges of time and how long it will take us to do things. Oh, my gosh. And by tracking this over over a span of weeks, months, then you start to realize, oh, I've got to write a blog. You know, that's probably going to take me two hours. Yeah. Instead, yeah. oh, I can do that in 30 minutes. Sure. Nah. Yeah. So it helps bring the actual um, activity closer to reality. Yeah, it does. It does. That is that is true. And it's scary to me sometimes how long things really do take. Yeah. Because oh. no clue. <laughs> right. We have no clue. No clue. Yeah. Okay. So find a system, create a system. And if you have to follow a certain one, can you kind of uh, piggyback on that and make it simple? Complicated doesn't work here for us. It's got to be simple. No. no, that is true. That is true. And yeah. listeners, and if you've got a time tracking system that you've created that works well for you, then please, please um, send us an email, post it on Facebook or on the comment on the webpage or something, because this is the kind of information we can share and it will help all of us. Yeah. And the beauty of social media is if there's something that's working well for you, you can snap a photo of something that doesn't have any sensitive data in it <laughs> information you don't mind sharing and just like share the photo. So that would be kind of interesting too. Yeah. I'd love to see systems that are working well for our listeners. That is good stuff. Yeah. Okay, David. So we've got to figure out how to remember to track the time, that remember that we need to do this. What have you done? Is Do you have a trick to share with us? I, I've gone back to something that you and I have talked about on this podcast, but also that you really, really helped me settle into before, which was having a timer that dings every so often. Um, and mine is 25 minutes, yep. which I think is what you actually recommended, even though we're not talking Pomodoro here, right. but, um, yeah, are you doing, are, what are you doing right now? Are you working? And I also have the advantage of the, the, the system that we use at my employer, uh, as at my employer's behest is in the web browser. However, they have a desktop app and I was shocked to learn they had a Linux version. So I downloaded it. And what, you know, the thing does is if you're, if it's open, it will, it will every now and then it'll, a little notification will pop up and say, you haven't started a timer in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Excellent. And Excellent. that has, that has helped me quite a bit on more than one occasion, I will Good. say. So those two things are helpful. Otherwise with my employment situation at the end of the day, every day I have to actually copy paste the report into an email to the person that I report to. So I get a little reminder at the end of the day where I'm going, oh, 
Yeah. My yeah. timers add up to four hours and I've been here for 10. So oops, you oops, know, what do we so yeah, so up? there's a little of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and so that is, um, good. So the timer that's, you know, if you've got a, a watch or a timer on your phone or something and I, that you just have to have it like a repeating timer. So it just keeps going. Oh, what am I doing? What I tend to doing record my time. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yeah. So that how, helps. and everybody, you cannot pretend that you will remember to track your time. Right. You need actual physical reminders. You just do. And, yeah. And you can't pretend that you're going to remember what you did either. Right. Because <laughs> that ain't going to work. Right. At least not for me. I mean, I, yeah, gave up on that a long time ago. Right. You know. Right. So interesting stuff. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Very helpful. Good. And then the the other thing is that I found really helps people, and it sounds like you're already doing this, David, at your at your job, is shortening the reporting time. So um, one attorney that I worked with for a couple of years, she her time report was only due in every month, which meant she would spend the last two days of every month making up what she had done, figuring it out, and she'd stay up all night, and it was just hell. It was Ooh. just hell. And and what we found is better if you could shorten that time. So maybe she's got to report it every week um, instead of waiting for the month. Yeah. Um, another attorney I'm working with now, she has her, the financial person for her firm. She's made a deal with him. I know that this isn't, this is only due every month, but I need you to check in with me every week and ask me for my time. Yeah. And make and, it required for me, even if it's not required for anybody else. Right, it's required right. for me. It's just, yeah. Cause it's gotta be a real thing. Otherwise yeah. we'll see right through it. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's got, it. it's gotta be a real thing. Yeah. Um, well, and also some people as they're getting better, I've had a consultant client. Um, uh, he actually really struggled with this and we over time, and it took a number of months that he built into his routine, built into his schedule to track his time every day. So the end of the day, that was part of his shutdown routine is yeah. just, okay, what's my time? Because he was constantly getting in trouble with his, with his firm because he wasn't tracking the time. And that um, was a muscle that was hard to build. And there were fits and starts with that, but he could do it because there was nobody in that firm that was going to demand his timesheets every day or every Yikes. week. It was a monthly thing. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. So gotta, gotta do it without the training wheels. Yeah. So it was, but the, it was slow and it took time sure. and it was discouraging uh, building that muscle. However, over time with enough focus and encouragement and realizing, okay, I'm getting better at this. He was able to get pretty consistent with it. That's good. That's yeah. good. Well, it helps just to know that this isn't a me thing. You know, this isn't a, I'm not alone. Like all of us with ADHD are going to have struggles around this kind of thing at some level, at least. And so hopefully you as a listener, if you're dealing with tracking time, you, you, you can feel better about the fact that it's not just you. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and gosh, if you, and if yeah. you focus on these key points, it's going to, along with realizing it's not just you focusing on these key points of accepting this is a challenge creating a simple system figuring out how to remember and then shortening the lead time the lead time is not the right word shortening the time span that you need your reporting time yeah that's going to take you a long way and really concentrate on these four steps it's good stuff and it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight it's this is a 
marathon, not a sprint, as as we say. Yep. So, yep. Good stuff. Thank you, Dana. It's so helpful today. Really, Thank really helpful you, stuff. David, I appreciate yeah. being allowed to wrap my head around this. Oh, well, I appreciate you doing it because it's, it's helpful. And it's been, it's just a very real time struggle for me. And I know so many others for various reasons. So good stuff. And you, dear listener, what stood out to you today? What do you have to share? What ideas, what's working for you, not working for you? We'd love to hear from you. This is episode 36. Dana, it's 36. That means you can find it on the web at kicksomeadhd.com slash 036. And you'll find a place to comment there. You can also, as Dana mentioned earlier, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Kick Some ADHD and you can share with us there. And if you are gearing up in 2021 here as we're into the second month of the year, we're well into the second month of the year, and um, you find that you need more help than a podcast can give, DanaRayburn.com is where to go. Okay. (laughs) Does that work for you, Dana? Is that good? That works. Let's do it. Let's do it. You'll be glad you did. Dana, thank you. And oh, next week we have a fun topic for next week. I, can't I say fun. I can't quotes. remember what it is. <laughs> it's being realistic, dealing <laughs> with <you>. reality. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, yeah. we talked about that twenty six minutes ago. <laughs> I know, right? That's, was it that long? Oh, the only reason we know is because we ran a timer. Because <laughs> we have a timer. <laughs> we have a timer running. Oh, good stuff. Well, I'm looking forward to that, Dana. We'll talk too. to you then. I am too, David. Thank you, and go out and kick some ADHD, everybody. Have a great week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.